Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. I hope you guys are having just as phenomenal a day as I am. I tell you what, yesterday was a great day. My good friend and and long-time uh, business associate, Enrique Garibe, with his brand-new project, just launched the brand-new Beachside CEO app over in the Android uh, platform. We're, we're waiting for Apple to give us the approval on the, on the Apple network. But if you want, if you're listening, this is, this is big news. Uh, if you're listening, you can go to uh, the Android, go to your applications on your Android phone, uh, type in Beachside CEO, and you can get our brand new app. And we're excited about that. Uh, we could not have made that happen without Enrique and his team and what they've got going. We're part of a brand new network uh, called uh, My247 Money. Uh, it's great. You know, if you guys know anything about Enrique, he is the pioneer in a pro autoresponder, audio acrobat, my BYO audio. MLM leads. I mean, this guy knows lead generation like it's nobody's business and is one of the best-kept secrets uh, by the top, top, top income earners in the business. So it's phenomenal that he said to me, Troy, hey, I want to help you out. How about if I do this? And it's like, great. Uh, so good things are happening. Hey, we're, we're just going through a series from – from things that I've written down on my three by five cards, from my original um, my original insights into John Maxwell's uh, really the complete collection of his 101 series on attitude, self improvement, leadership, relationships, uh, success, teamwork, equipping, and mentoring. And the next few days, I just I just attitude. I'm seeing all kinds of stuff from Washington. To business, where attitude really does play a, a a part in the way people interact, and I thought I'm just going to cover this, and then we're going to move on to some others. Now I got to tell you, tomorrow and Friday we will not be having the radio show. You'll listen to the archives. Uh, I got a call from uh, potential business partners in Tampa, so I'm going to be taking care of business with them the next couple of days. But today I want to look at. How does the how does how does our attitude really impact us at an individual level? And and I and truly I think as we as we look at that as we study that that is really the key because too many times I think we don't realize the magnitude of what our attitudes are doing or or why our attitudes affect other people. Yesterday we talked about the fact that a lot of times attitudes are truly uh, subjective. And when we look at that, we start to realize, okay, if attitudes are subjective, then how do I know if my attitude's good or bad? What do I, how do I know? You know, how do I know if, if 
I'm allowing my attitude to affect my potential. And and that's what I want to cover today. And I believe that if we dig deep in this, if we really study this and we focus on it, we should very quickly be able to get some nuggets of wisdom. Because I believe that all of us can learn something. That's one of the reasons I always go back to the same thing that I that I study all the time is because I want to see have I grown? What have I what have I learned? How can I how can I continue to learn more? You know, and, and that's one of the reasons we do the radio show for you guys is to is to constantly learn from you. I think I probably learn more from your guys' comments and emails that I get back sometimes than I do my own stuff. You know, but think about this. If attitude, and, and, and this is what I've, what I've come to conclude, and, and I read it from John's book, an attitude is an inward feeling that ex- is expressed by our actions. I, I think John said behaviors, but I believe that our attitudes are expressed. It could be our facial expressions. It could be our tonalities. Um, it, it can be body language, you know. But it, it is there, and the whole world can see it without a word being said. Prime example, uh, there was a uh, a video clip that shot out on the airways yesterday, and uh, President Obama is sitting on one side of Michelle Obama, his wife, and John Boehner is sitting on the other side. And the president and John lean back, and they're having a discussion, and you can see that Michelle hears the discussion. And then without a word, as she continues to chew her food, she rolls her eyes and shakes her head at what was being said. Body language, her attitude was showing through. And see, that's the thing. When people see that, what happens? They say, oh, something was being said there and she thought it was ridiculous. Maybe that, you know, that's the key. So if attitudes have something to do with our potential, then we need to look at how do they determine our success or our failure? I want to look at some things. Number one, well, really, I, this isn't even number one. This is just our attitude is the primary force. And I want you to write this down. Our attitude is the primary force that will determine whether we succeed or fail. It's, it's, it's that succeed or fail, not failure, but succeed or fail. Our attitude is the primary for It's not everything. I've already just stated that, but it is the primary. Now, I want to look at some things. Number one, our attitudes determine our approach to life. Now, if we go back to some of the stuff that, that my mentor, Tom Halp, talks about, we look at those early years from zero to 18. Those are the formulative years. That's where our attitudes, our worldviews, our belief systems all come into play. And because of that, then what we have to look at there is that a lot of what we talk about, a lot of what we see, a lot of the way we determine um, how we process stuff, how we approach life, all comes from that attitude, and that's important. See, we as individuals, now that we're adults, are individually responsible for our view in life. If our view has been wrong, if it's been uh, tainted, if it's been um, skewed in any way, 
you know, that, that, that song about rose-colored glasses or the glass half full or maybe it's half empty. Whatever that case, you've got to focus on this because that is important because that's something that you can control. Our attitude determines our approach to life. The second thing, our attitudes determine our relationships with people. That, I believe, right there is huge. I believe that's one of the reasons people fail in business, especially when it's a sales-based business. Heck, I don't know a business that's not sales-based at one level or the other. But our attitude determines our relationship with people. And if our relationships suck, our success will suck. I wrote this down, and, and John talked about this. The money you make in any endeavor is determined only by 12.5% the knowledge that you know and 87.5% by your ability to deal with people. This came from a Stanford uh, Research Institute study. So if 87.5% people knowledge plus 12.5% is product knowledge, then if we don't have the 87.5% on how to deal with people, we will more than likely fail. That's interesting. Teddy Roosevelt once said, the most important single ingredient to the formula of success is knowing how to get along with people. John D. Rockefeller said, I will pay more for the ability to deal with people than any other ability under the sun. And what is number two? Our attitude determines our relationships with people. If we're... uh, an egotistical type person, we think the world revolves around us, we're not going to get in very much done with people. They're not going to want to hang out with us. If we don't have any patience for people, we're not going to get to hang out. If we lie to people, and you say, well, Troy, lying's in action. That's right, from our internal attitude. It's, a lot, it's caused by a lack of trust or fear. Number three, often our attitude is the only difference between success and failure. We talked about this yesterday a little bit, because if everything's equal, I mean to a T it's equal, just like in the Olympics, then deep down inside it really is the attitude that will determine the success factor. And I'm not sometimes talking about, listen to me here, I'm not talking about actually on the track, in the arena, on the court, I'm talking about overall. See, sometimes we can tie at the finish line during a race. And yet, during the whole competition, lose the medal because of our attitude. Often, our attitude is the only difference between success and failure. It's important to know. Now, I'm not discounting aptitude or any of that. I'm saying if everything was equal... That's a big difference. I wrote this down when I was reading this the first time. There's very little difference in people, but that little difference makes a big difference. The little difference is attitude. The big difference is whether it's positive or negative. Man, that's a tough call. That's a huge tough call when you, when you, when you think about it. And that's something that we all have to, to deal with. You know, number four, our attitude 
at the beginning of a task will affect its outcome more than anything else. Now, I have fun with this one because I try to really analyze how I'm going to feel about a task before I get into it. And if I can't get total buy-in, if I know that it's just, man, I just don't know about this, then I have seen specifically that it affects the outcome. But if I'm driven and powered by it, it works. Now, here's something else I've learned. And remember, this whole thing, number four, is our attitude at the beginning of a task will affect its outcome more than anything else. I have entered into in a gigantic way. I mean, really had a blast entering into it. And here is what I have found. And this is, but this is what I have found out. If somebody else that's on the team has a bad attitude, I usually walk. I don't like to get into the confrontation. Because once, I've, once I know that they're a leader, because I only do business with leaders, if I see that this is an attitude issue, then it means that it's a huge red flag. And it's like, you know what? At this level, instead of trying to change the individual, I'll walk away from it even if money's involved. Because I'm not going to deal with an egotistical attitude individual. goes back to that old song, they need an attitude adjustment. I just don't have time for that. I've got my own kids and my own own people, my own associates that I deal with. And that's it. I remember I wrote this down. Many times we have been guilty of viewing our future challenges as the sunset of life rather than the sunrise of a new opportunity. I had this happen to me in, in uh, the fourth quarter of 2012 uh, because I had decided, man, I, I'm going to help Paige. We're going to go build Ocean Avenue. I quickly found out that was probably not the wisest thing to do uh, because, first of all, She's so busy with the kids, she can't build it. And number two, I've got clients that expect me to help them with their business, not go out and build something of my own. So we had to quickly just say, you know what, we can't do this. I told my clients, I can't do this. I I called up Ken Dunn at Ocean Avenue and said, you know what, you guys are going to continue to be my client, and we're going to consult with you, but, dude, I can't build a business. I don't have time for this stuff. We just, just don't. And a lot of times people don't understand that. They don't. They don't realize. They think, oh well, I'll just I'll just make a change. Well, you have to make a change, but you've got to you've got to make sure that you do it quickly. And BK Breakos taught me this: don't just keep throwing good money or good time or good energy after a project that isn't going to work. Kick it to the to the curb and go kick some butt. Go do some stuff. Five. This is good. Very good. Our attitude can turn our problems into. Now, that's big. Our attitude can turn our problems into blessings. See, our attitude towards everything, obstacles or opportunity, is how how it tweaks that. You know, there's not really a difference, matter of fact. I remember when I was a kid, my mom was a kick-butt rock star in Tupperware, and, and one of the trips that we earned was to the Royal Gorge. And... I remember studying about the Royal Gorge and and, and all the, the challenges and the lives that were lost as they created the world's tallest suspension bridge. No supports underneath it. And the fact that it's still there today and cars drive across, it's even more amazing. 
But I thought, man, you know what? Now that I'm an adult, attitude is what turned the problems into a blessing there. It's what, what it's the reason it got accomplished. When I looked at it all business, I thought, man, no matter what it is, this is why it's accomplished. It's amazing when you start to look at that. I'd written down, no society has ever developed tough men during times of peace. Adversity is prosperity to those who possess a great attitude. And attitudes suck, man. I, I, you know, it's one of those things when you think you have a great attitude, somebody else doesn't. Or when somebody else thinks they have a great attitude, then you don't. I told you guys yesterday, one of the things used to piss me off all the time is I'd come home. And if if I got crossways with my pappy, he'd say, you got a bad attitude. It's like, you're the one that walked through the door screaming and yelling. What the heck do I got a bad attitude for? Or worse yet, he would have had a bad day. Mama's been kicking butt and taking names and taking care of the house, but I've been a little ragmuffin. And then she'd say, you need to take care of your son. Well, he that just set him off again. So I went through all my life saying, man, I got a bad attitude. And then when I got to be a teenager, I thought, you know what? If I've got a bad attitude, then I need to let people know i got a bad attitude. So then it got worse because then the teachers were calling saying, Troy's got a bad attitude. It's like, well, I don't have a bad attitude. I'm just bad, period. You know what I mean? It was one of those things. So as as I've grown, as I've studied personal development, all of a sudden I realized not every time did I have a bad attitude. But when somebody's telling you all day long you got a bad attitude, eventually you're going to say, you know what, if you think I have a bad attitude, and let me just show you what a bad attitude is. And that's what would happen. That's probably why I went into the bounty hunting and bail bond business and then the Marine Corps. I figured if they were going to have me a bad attitude, I needed to become disciplined enough to control it. Because people are around telling you you've got a bad attitude, analyze if they're true, if that's true or not. Analyze where they're at on it. Because it's, it's a big difference. Listen to this. I wrote this down. When confronted with a difficult situation, a person with an outstanding attitude makes the best of it while he gets the worst of it. And I've done that over and over. Number six, our attitude can give us an uncommonly positive perspective. Now, this is something that it doesn't matter if my wife, my mom, my brother, my, my I started to say my sister, don't have one, my, my kids, it doesn't matter what it is. When I'm in a consulting situation, I'm the one called in, and I'm the one looking at this from a pragmatic standpoint, but doing it with a positive perspective. Troy, we got problems. No, you don't. A problem is something that you can't fix. A situation is something that we can find a solution to. So let's look at everything in life as a situation and come up with the solution. Now, I know some of you, well, Troy, you're just playing word games. Tell that to my, my military training. Because in the Marine Corps, we don't really come up against an obstacle that we cannot overcome. We may have to deviate course. It may take us longer than anticipated. We may have to change the battle plan. But the way we see it, it's just another situation we got to overcome. Let's go find a solution for it. And I address business and my personal life the same way. It's the only way that you're able to really push forward and move through and do what needs to be done. And that's what people need to, to understand. 
See, the future doesn't always look, always not only looks bright. Let me get this out. The future will not only look bright when the attitude right, but it also presents a much more enjoyable time. Now, let me let me clarify something here. Throughout my life, I've done a series of things. I've worked as a roofer. I've worked in fast food restaurants. I've been a baker. I've ran country clubs, been a bouncer, a bodyguard, uh, protected women, took them to safe homes from abusive situations, been in mergers and acquisitions, been in network marketing, uh, been in the securities and the insurance business, uh, ran major corporations, dismantled companies, been unemployed and employed. Most of the time, just own my own business. But here's what I've learned. When I get burnt out with something, I start to see my attitude get sucky, and I know it's time to move on. One of the reasons I think America was so great in the old days is because a guy like John D. Rockefeller could build something, and it was always a challenge. He was never mastering it all. When you look at, at J. Paul Getty and you look at the guys that, that built the railroads, there's always a challenge, always something new. Sometimes we pick careers where we get burnt out. Don't get a bad attitude. Move on. Just just realize it's time to move on. One of the things I love about direct selling is my role is constantly changing, and, and I get to stay in a, in a profession that I just thoroughly love. So watch that. You should be taking journals, writing down when your attitude sucks. Number seven, as we come to a close, your attitude is not automatically good because you're a religious person, because you're a spiritual person. And we hear an amen. But yet sometimes people say, well, I'm just this God-fearing person. Life is so good. You know, this is what pisses me off. You go into a church, and and you've always... Not everywhere, but a lot of times you got the people at the door, and they stick their hand out and say, how you're doing? Now, here's what they expect you to say. I'm doing great, brother. And if you say, how you doing? I'm doing great. God's good. But if they stick their hand out and say, how you're doing, and you say, you know what? Today just downright sucks. That's why I'm here at church. I need to be uplifted. I need to hear the word of God. They start to wallow in their. They don't even know what to say. They don't. Even, they can't even get out at all. Pray for you. Matter of fact, they're probably not even making eye contact. They're looking somewhere else. They don't want the reality. Now, y'all know I love the Lord to death. I'm just telling you, it's just the way it is. So just because you go to church, just because you watch one of the big old guys on TV, just because you read your Bible every day. That doesn't mean your attitude's any cotton-picking better than Peter's was. Peter had a nasty attitude. I wrote this down. John had written it in his book. It is noteworthy that the seven deadly sins, pride, covetousness, I can't even get that one out, lust, envy, anger, gluttony, and sloth, are all matters of attitude, attitude, inner spirit, and motives. And it never fails. I walk into a church and I get into a little meeting with somebody. and They say, well, let's share. And I start sharing about my life. Man, we need to pray for you. And it seems like you've been a sinner. 
well, yeah, I'm not the only one in the room. There's a fat person over there. There's somebody that's smiling real big saying, look at me, look at me. There's somebody that had an affair. See, sometimes our attitudes aren't very good. We like to look at other people to try to keep the nose off us. We think God doesn't see what we're up to. <clears throat> now, I'm not going down the spiritual road. I'm just saying. You guys need to understand. I had to I had to realize, man, just because I tell people I'm a Christian or just because somebody's telling me a Christian doesn't mean they got a good attitude. I need to remember that. You need to remember that. See, oftentimes people overlook the true meaning of the story of the prodigal son. They they don't get it. They forget that there wasn't just one prodigal son, but there were two. See, sometimes we like to look at everybody else and forget to look at ourselves. And you can go, you know, you don't have to go read your Bible to look up if you don't know what the heck I'm talking about. Just go Google prodigal son parable and you can read it. See, the younger brother definitely was guilty of the sins of the flesh. He wanted all his inheritance. Papa, give it to me now. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I am out of here. That's what he did. But the older brother had an attitude problem. See, at the end of the parable, the older brother, the second parable, he was... He was jealous that everybody was making a big to-do about his little brother coming home. So before you start looking at the speck in somebody else's eye, you better start looking at the two before and yours. We're all guilty of bad attitudes. Never fails. Folks, you've been listening to the Beachside CEO. Don't forget, we've got our brand new app. You can now hear us on the mobile app. You can get our videos, our radio shows all of our blog posts, everything that you you can think about is there. We have a blast with it. We will not be on the air the next two days. Be back on Monday. You're going to love it. I think we're going to move out of attitude now. And we're going to move into self-improvement because I think we can all use a little bit of that. Hey, folks, Troy Dooley here, the host of the Beachside CEO. You've been listening to us on the Home Business Radio Network, the voice in positive powered radio. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.